Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Nebraska Soccer Talk Class A Boys and Girls District Preview Episode. Chase and I are really excited to give this preview episode to all of you. We run down all the districts, some of the wild card possibilities, some of the exciting matchups we're looking forward to, some of the players we're excited to watch. We hope you enjoy. And if you've enjoyed listening and if you've enjoyed following along, remember to share, rate, review, subscribe. If you want to become a supporter, there's a way in our bio to uh, chip in a few dollars. But honestly, we just appreciate that you're listening and we appreciate that you're supporting and we appreciate that you're sharing. Um, It's been a fun spring for us, a busy spring for us, and we're excited to keep it rolling through districts and the state tournament. So hope you enjoy. Welcome to the Nebraska Soccer Talk Boys Class A District Preview. So in this, we're going to run down boys first, then we're going to break from a commercial, and then we're going to have the girls Class A next. Uh, with me is Chase Hutchison. We did, we've did we done uh, high school highlights, high school preview uh, earlier this season, and we're finally getting into the end. Chase, thanks for joining me. Excited to have you on again. Absolutely. it's uh, It's been an awesome season to cover, but this is where stuff actually starts getting serious and people start uh, making their way to the state tournament. So it's uh, an exciting time. All right. Yeah, it is. It really is. And, and the districts, are, especially in Class A, are always, it's a lot. For some of these teams, it's win or go home. So we're going to start right away in District A1. Uh, the number one seed is Lincoln Southwest. Uh, they're unbeaten. Uh, 13 and 0 they will play the winners of omaha benson and lincoln north star um you know i'll cheer for benson in that one i live a block from the school so i i think benson will move on in that one unfortunately i think they're going to run into a team of lincoln southwest who will probably put a few past them um but then across the bracket we have uh papio south taking on lincoln high in the two three matchup lincoln high is nine and six Papio South is eight and seven. How do you feel about that matchup, Chase? So that one's going to be one of my favorite uh, two and three seed matchups right there. Um, two teams that, um, you know, we'll, we'll focus on South first. They, they've been a bit up and down this season. We've had them in the top 10 consistently throughout the season, but different injuries to star players and all those kind of things. They've dropped a few that they probably shouldn't have. So it's really hard to um, know how they're going to react now that we are in district play. On the other hand, we have Lincoln High that has been, I mean, to me, a really good story. They have um, some really good talent up front um, at the forward position. In that one, I just think, I just have the feeling that Lincoln High is probably going to have the advantage on that, um, which sets up, you know, you would think in the championship game or uh, in the district final. A Lincoln Southwest and Lincoln High matchup. And two Lincoln's, very good teams from Lincoln. Yep. And Lincoln, on you know, it does set up a good matchup. Uh, Lincoln Southwest uh, hasn't played Papillion Papio South, so we wouldn't know what that matchup would look like necessarily. Uh, the Lincoln Southwest boys team did put one on uh, Lincoln High earlier this year with a 4-0 win. So 
Um, I mean, Lincoln Southwest is going to be tough to beat on the, uh, the on the boys and girls side, but on the boys side, they've shown mm-hmm. that obviously staying on unbeaten. So yeah, they're the only undefeated for a reason. They are a legitimate team. They're they are a very very talented team with with uh, good players all around the field. So yep. Lincoln Southwest is definitely going to be a tough out for anyone. Um, and I I, I like them um, to advance, and you know we'll see the matchups uh, once we get to the state tournament there. Yeah, and so moving on to A2. So in A2, we have Omaha South, traditional powerhouses, um, probably not number one because of their loss to Creighton Prep earlier in the year. Um, you know, they're going to play the winners of Lincoln Northeast, Bellevue East. Um, again, I don't think South will have a problem in that game. Um, across the board, they have Elkhorn. The, they'll, they'll get the – if they win, move on, they'll get the winner of Elkhorn South and Millard North. Um, I've personally gotten to see Millard North play. Millard North pushed Omaha South a little bit the other day. Uh, they were up 2-0 and then ended up losing 3-2. Um, how do you feel about the Millard North Elkhorn South matchup? Well, just like you, I've, I've watched Millard North live. Um, I was there during the Metro tournament when they beat Gretna, who's a top three team in the state. Millard North has moments of real brilliance where you can see the team click and they move and they, and, and they just look like a really, really good squad. The key for them is going to be having those consistent um, moments all game long uh, versus teams like Omaha South. You let down for five to 10 minutes and there are three, there's three goals in the back of the net and you're, and you're sunk. So Millard North is going to have to play a very high level um, game if they are to advance um, versus Elkhorn South. Elkhorn South has had injuries all year long. It's it felt like they've never exactly had their entire um, strength the enti- uh, throughout the season. Uh, if they're healthy now, Elkhorn South, I think, could be a really um, good team, very capable of winning. I, I lean Miller North because I've seen what they can do at their best. I've seen them defeat a top team. And uh, then that means Omaha South presumably is going to be in that final. And Omaha South is a powerhouse. Yes, they have that one loss to Creighton Prep. You can't – I mean, Omaha South and Creighton Prep, those are two powerhouse programs. Someone's got to lose in that matchup. And uh, this time it was Omaha South. But they're, they're still a top team in the state. So that, that'll be a really good final between Miller North and Omaha South. Yeah, and, and, and Omaha South, I think um... – for me, they're, they're super talented. Um, and I think at times they just kind of co they they're good enough where they coast sometimes where it's like, they probably let some teams into games that mm-hmm. they shouldn't, they shouldn't be in, right. They shouldn't let these teams score two or three goals on them or, you know, one or two goals on them. Uh, um, and I don't know if it's cause they get bored. It's almost like they, they need, it's almost like they need a challenge yeah, in they order need, to or really they need get, to get going. or they need to get punched in the mouth or they need to get yeah. scored on. And then all of a sudden it's like, Oh yeah, we're playing a game. Like let's, and then they just yeah. roll over. And then they team. just roll over. Yeah. yeah. And they, like, uh, Omaha South has been pretty vocal about letting us know, right. When, uh, when yeah, we see oh, yeah. that a Miller, we, when we see a Millard West or a Miller North, they're hanging with them and we comment about it and then bang turn yeah. they turn they turn it on and it's 5-1 before anyone yeah. knows what's going on so yeah. um they are a bit of a second half team but i mean their their uh their goal differentials speak for themselves they they can play as well as they want to and we've both seen them play live like they're they're good they're really good yeah. so yeah. Um, <laughs> moving on to district 3 we have Gretna as the number 1 seed in that district they're going to play the winners of 
Uh, I'm assuming Fremont's going to beat Omaha North, Omaha North. I don't know if they've scored a goal yet this year, unfortunately. Um, Fremont will probably move on in that game. Um, and then Bell, Bellevue West and Omaha Bryan uh, play each other in the game across. And for this one, um, you know, Bellevue West and Omaha Bryan haven't played each other. Um, but Omaha Bryan uh, and Gretna owns wins over both Bryan and Bellevue West. So whoever they meet in the final, they've, they've beaten that team earlier. But um, what I will say about this is that Brian played Gretna close both times, both times. And if it's a district yeah. final, it's a new season. So like, it'll yep. be, it, if that ends up being the matchup, I mean, that could be an upset right there. We, well, you know, and you, and you, you can't overlook the fact that they've played twice and Gretna has won twice. Um, it's difficult to beat teams multiple times a season. Uh, and if they get a third matchup in there, uh, you know, like you said, district final, things can happen. Gretna, when they are focused on playing, when they are focused on their own team, there's not much that can stop them. They don't have maybe what you'd call a standout star on the boys' side at Gretna, but they have good talent at every single position. And when they focus on their style of play um, and what they can control, there's really not much that can stop them. Now, they did play South. Uh, last night and that that game got a bit away from him it was it was 4-1 but Gretna is a very good team and I I also in this district I don't want to overlook Fremont just because we we've talked about them and I've written about them and stuff like that Fremont's a really really young team and I I do expect them to beat Omaha North I think just about everyone um, would say that and I'm not I'm not predicting whatsoever that they that they're probably going to upset Gretna, but I think they're going to give them a bit more of a challenge than what people expect. And that could if Gretna has to put more effort than they're expecting um, in that first round, what does that do for the final? Right. So and, and Omaha Bryan is going to be ready. They have some talented players. Again, they've dropped some games that they probably shouldn't drop. Omaha Bryan has but they have talent on that team. So that, that district final will be very, very interesting. Yeah. And I apologize to Gretna. Cause I think I was the one who sent the tweet that like uh, Miller, Millard West or Millard North was playing with Omaha South and then they weren't anymore. And uh, <laughs> the South fans let me know about that. So they're fair, very I vocal. Mean, <laughs> they are a passionate yeah, fan base, <laughs> but, but I mean like rightfully so that was fair. Um, so, all right. District four. Now this is our first four team district. So we don't have the playing game anymore. Mm-hmm. We have Creighton prep versus Columbus. And then across the way, we have Omaha Northwest against grand Island. Um, I think you've seen a couple of these teams. I've only seen out of this group. I've only seen prep play. So I haven't seen any of the other teams play personally. I feel like, and maybe I'm wrong. I feel like prep has an easier route to the final than the other, than, than maybe Lincoln Southwest, or then to the state championship or state tournament, then Lincoln Southwest, South, and Gretna do. I just just from the teams they get to possibly play. Mm-hmm. And I I think in that first round I don't want to overlook Columbus. I just I haven't seen much of Columbus um, this year, and and we we've seen Creighton Prep, and although they haven't been necessarily um, you know they haven't been outright dominant, 
they've been a really prep has been a really, really good team. And I mean, them defeating Omaha South a couple of weeks back just shows what a level they can play up to. If they do that and they don't play down to another team, they're probably going to advance and, you know, they should be the finalists here, but also we have grand Island in there as a, as a top 10 team, the grand Island has to figure out, they, they got the goal scoring figured out. They have that nailed down. Yeah, they, they do. Need, they, 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 can put ball, they can put the ball in the yes. back of that. Absolutely. And that's a, that's a, that is a luxury to have when you are um, a coach and a team, but they have to figure out the midfield and they got to, they have to um, do away with a few key mistakes and big moments. Um, Grand Island's on, on a roll right now. They, they started off really um, not well, right. They lost a lot of their uh, first games, but in recent weeks, they, they, they've won, um, I think they've only had one loss in the last like eight games, something like that. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but they, they've been on a bit of a win streak. Right. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Omaha Northwest is a team that we had in the top 10 for, I think, one or two weeks. Um, we'll see what they bring. They have a few good players there. That uh, that two, three matchup with Omaha Northwest, Grand Island could go either way. And Creighton Prep is obviously the favorite, but I, I kind of – lean grand island a little bit but um crane prep right come out on top yeah and i think i think like see all these there's all these wild card teams which we'll talk about in a, in a brief sec a brief minute here all these wild card teams are like top four seeds do not lose please because if those top four if you know if any of these top four lose they're probably going to end up as the wild card anyways and mm-hmm. like which will knock someone out of the state tournament so moving on to district five we have five six and seven left District five, number one seed Millard South taking on the number four seed Omaha Central. Number two seed Carney taking on the number three seed Burke. For me, this was probably the first district that I was like, I don't know. I don't feel that confident in like calling or predicting, or I, I don't know how this is going to turn out because uh, Central took Millard South to overtime earlier this year. Um Burke hasn't played Carney, so we get to see a matchup of new teams, which is always fun. I think both for the teams that they're playing, um, but also for fans. Um, and then, um, but and Burke has lost to both uh, Millard South and Omaha Central. Um, but then Car- Carney beat Omaha Central earlier this season, so it's like we have like all these like yeah, it's all over the place. That's that's the problem with looking at schedules going well. That team beat that team, and right. then they beat that team, so theoretically they should win this game right it's like it's all over the place um yeah a5 i'm the same way as you i looked at it and i said wow okay um i don't know if i'm gonna make a prediction here because it could go so many different ways millard south is a great story um millard didn't have any schools in the in the most recent state tournament they i mean a huge district like that with which is three and normally a successful district too. Yes. Yes. They didn't have any. Now Millard South comes in and they're, rep, you know, they are representing people talk about Millard West. People talk about Millard North. We talked about Millard North. Millard South is the one seed. They, and, they, they are yeah. the most dominant Millard school right now. And it would be honestly, uh, having coached high school, not in Nebraska, but having coached high school and, and knowing what, what coaches put into it. Um, and I know Millard South's coach is on his last year. Cause I think he's retiring mm-hmm. Um, it'd be, I mean, it'd be cool to see them go to the state just, just because of the story and like, that would be, 
that'd be really cool for them. And I think it'd be really, really rewarding for that coach to finish out on that note, regardless of how the state tournament goes to get there would be big time. So, mm-hmm. um, but again, it's a, <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel comfortable making a call or being like, I think this is what it's going to end up as. So um, we'll move on to district six. Um, <laughs> this one also is interesting because Lincoln East is the one seed, but they lost to North Platte last week, I think. Yep. Yep, um, they did. And so, one zero. Yep. Yeah. So it's close loss. And then Northwest is this two seed, but they only barely beat Papio earlier in the season. Um, one zero, I believe, or two one or something like that. Um, and no matter who wins in the matchups, none of these teams have played each other. So like the final is going to bring us a new matchup, like regardless. So it's hard to mm-hmm. like, and now sort of starting to get into somewhere like wild card play will be a play. Obviously, Millard West is in that wild card discussion. Um, so like, oh, they're like, if they lose in the first round, they will probably not be the wild card. More than likely, they won't mm-hmm. be the wild card. So if they win, um, like then they're gonna be wanting to be the yeah. They're in the discussion if they win, and that's yeah. I mean that's what you normally have to do if you want that wild card spot. You got to get to the finals. And just hope that no one seed or someone above you loses and that everyone takes care of business. Lincoln East is a really interesting case to me that they're obvious. They're one seed. They're obviously talented, but they, if you look at their schedule, they don't have that signature yep. key win. Like all, all of their, go- all of their wins have come against people they should have beaten and they do. And then you look at their losses very close. They are so close to a breakthrough, so close to getting that signature win, but one goal off in every single one. And then you throw in the North Platte loss that they had on April 23rd. So it's hard to know what to think about Lincoln East, but I mean, the thing that does for you and I, and with everyone that, you know, comments on soccer, don't overlook the one, uh, one versus four, because it just got demonstrated a week ago that that the seedings don't necessarily matter that right. teams can beat other ones. Well, and we, and we, cause of teams play different schedules, especially across the state, right? Like some of these teams out West who are good teams, they never get past Lincoln. So they never play a single Omaha Metro team. And then Omaha Metro, same thing. Omaha Metro teams never get past Lincoln to go the opposite way or out of the Metro at all. So then, you know, we never, sometimes these seedings are the best that they can do, but this mm-hmm. district for me is wide open and then finally, we move to the final district. We have Lincoln Southeast as the one seed. They're going to play Norfolk as the four seed. Um, and then Westside takes on Pius out of Lincoln in the 2-3 game. Um, for me, uh, so Lincoln Southeast, again, it's another one seed that barely, they, I think they yeah. took, they beat Norfolk in a shootout, correct? Mm-hmm. And yep, then, very close. And then... Uh, both, I think Norfolk and Lincoln Southeast have had narrow wins over Pius. Um, Westside hasn't played any of the teams in their district uh, mm-hmm. playoffs, so that'll be interesting. But um, they have some good recent wins over Gretna and Millard South. I mean, that's that's pretty big. Um, and they've played some good teams close. So, like, I honestly think that it, this is an interesting district, too. Um, so it, I, it could go a lot of different ways for me. Yeah, out of the out of all the two seeds, when you look at it, Omaha West Side, out of all the districts, Omaha West Side has probably the easiest path or more uh, the yeah, best the, chance the du- to the, be the, the doable. Two seed. Yeah, the doable path. So yep. that brings in the wild card discussion because then Lincoln South, Lincoln Southeast, um, might take someone's wild card somewhere. Um, but Omaha West Side, they have a real shot at getting 
to the final and winning that final. I've watched them live. I watched them in their first game of the season. So a lot of things have obviously changed. Um, th- they are a good team. They, they've picked it up as of late. You, you talked about their Gretna win. That's huge. Like that doesn't happen by chance normally. They, they are a very competitive team. Lincoln Southeast, I, that's a program that I watch a lot. Um, and I'm very interested in because the Knights in Lincoln Southeast traditionally across all sports are very, very good. And the one sport that always has kind of been behind a little bit, soccer. And so you would like to see those huge schools with all those resources, all those players pick it up and it just makes soccer better across the board. But something we should mention here, the city of Lincoln, the talent in that city this year is it impressive the city of lincoln has three number one seeds and then you get lincoln high a number two seed very very good i mean that that's that's a city where it's a it's a huge achievement if you are the city champion right and um then i I, i've watched norfolk norfolk has a really good defense their their goalie um their center backs will keep them in just about every game they have to find an attacking option they have to find um, some way to score two or three goals. And then they have a shot. Uh, they, they've taken Lincoln Southeast, they've taken Lincoln East, and they've taken Grand Island to the very, very edge in those games, two of them being shootouts. I would not look past that 1-4 matchup right there. I, I'm not ready to just say, yep, Lincoln Southeast has it. They're going to advance. If Norfolk can find two goals, then that game is going to get very interesting. And then if they get to the final and play Pius or Omaha Westside, again, could be very, very interesting. Yep. And especially with some of these teams having not seen each other before. Um, but yeah, that, so those are the boys districts before we go uh, to commercial and to the girls districts um, just mentioning the wild cards. So how it works is district champions automatically qualify next highest team in the PowerPoints gets that eighth wild card spot in class a um, right now. Millard West is in play for this. West side's in play for this and maybe Carney has an outside shot depending on how things shake up and just depending on how the calculations of the PowerPoints, it's kind of one of those things that some coaches know more about than I do. I know that for sure. Um, but um, you don't want to rely on the PowerPoints. You know what I mean? You don't want to be like, yeah, if we win one game, we're in because of the PowerPoints. Cause I've, I've watched teams lose thinking they're done in districts. And then all of a sudden the, they cut the PowerPoints come back and they're the eighth team. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah, stay with us. Cause we're going to go quick to a, to a quick commercial break. And then we're going to come back with the girls district, a uh, playoffs. All right. And we're back with girls, a soccer districts. And we're going to start right into it with uh, the district one. Again, I'm with Chase Hutchison where the, uh, we kind of operate the Nebraska soccer talk website, the Nebraska soccer talk podcast. And then we share the responsibilities for the Nebraska soccer talk, Twitter and social media. So district one, we have again, a four or five matchup. It's Omaha Benson versus Omaha Northwest. I live in Benson. So I'm going to cheer for the bunnies, but I really don't know how that matchup's going to go. Unfortunately, they're going to run into Lincoln Southwest, who on the girls' side is also the number one team, unbeaten. Um, so I expect Lincoln Southwest to get into the final. Uh, we flip over to the other side of the bracket where we have number two, Millard West, who's seven and seven, versus Omaha Burke, who's eight and eight. So very, very even teams. Um, Burke and Millard West 
haven't played each other. They haven't. So um, what do you think about that matchup? I, Millard West is young. Burke has a couple very kids young. who can, Burke has a couple players who can, who are, who are very good. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah. So that's going to be a really interesting two, three matchup. Burke has a couple um Alyssa uh, Junkins won. She, I, she's a division one talent. She's going to Creighton, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That's where she signed. She, she's, a, she's a very good talent. And when you have a type of player like that, I mean, they keep you in a game and they give you a chance. Um, you mentioned it, Millard West. I think we've talked many times about Millard West. They're probably one to two years away from being that dominant program that most people um, expect them to be that they were that they were when, two years ago yeah when you go to their games they're starting about 80 percent freshmen and sophomores I mean I when I looked at their roster and I went to their game I think they started six freshmen and then the ones that came out the first ones off the bench were all sophomores and freshmen <laughs> as well like they I mean they don't have they have a few seniors um, but they don't have that experience Th- this year was a learning um, opportunity for Millard West that will make them ultimately better in the future. They're young. And if you go look at Millard West's schedule, I mean, they played so many good quality teams. And that's why, they're, you know, they, why their PowerPoints are high. Yes. Yes. And um, so I like Millard West in this matchup. I just, I think um, they've learned a, a lot over the season. And um, now what happens in the final We'll see about that. Hey. Lincoln, Lincoln, Lincoln Southwest is a, a very, very good team. They're undefeated for a reason. They do not um, like that. We don't have them number one. In, in I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every, <laughs> there's always something. There's always a team. Right. But, uh, um, and you know what? But, but they're you know what? in hey, the man, argument. They're in the yeah. argument for number one. Like, it's not like we haven't considered them to be number one. Right. But, we know uh, they're, we go, know they're go good. Go watch Gretna play. Go watch Gretna play and make an argument that they shouldn't be number one. So, right. I mean, um and millard Millard west millard west took southwest to overtime earlier this year Mm -hmm. so it's like yeah the final i mean southwest is a beast of a team yeah but it's the district so who knows what happens in the final one game you just got you know and it's not like they have to you know sometimes districts can get interesting when they have to travel all the way across the state to play or they have to travel you know what i mean but like for this it's Miller to Lincoln. It's not, you know, it's not mm-hmm. a long trip, so it's not going to be crazy for them. So um, just in district one, it's interesting. So we get to district two where we have, you mentioned them briefly, the record setters that are the Gretna dragons goals scored. Um, I think like Sarah Weber has over a hundred points this season. Um, she's a monster. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yep. And then yeah, she's a monster. I, I mean, Savannah, yeah. Savannah, a couple games back set the goal record for, uh, the state in the same game, Sarah sets the uh, assist record for the state. Yeah. Um, their goal differential is uh, like crazy. And, and they're just, they have so much talent at every single level. And I've gone and I've watched, I, I live in Gretna. I've gone and watched them play three times. It's not going to end anytime soon. Yeah. They are going to lose Sarah Weber this year. Um, that's huge, but they have freshman and sophomore talent coming up. That yeah. is going to sustain that type of success. And I think in the other matchup, it's Millard North Omaha central. Um, I just think that central playing away from home at Millard North. I just think, and I don't know the health of Millard North. So like we don't get injury reports from all these high school teams, mm-hmm. so, but if, uh, 
St. Al, VC, uh, VC and uh, Zimmers are Campbell Zimmers are healthy. Like, good luck, I guess, mm-hmm. stopping them. Um, so, and that's not a knock on Omaha Central. I've no, been very, just, in, no, I've, been, I've been no. very impressed with Omaha Central this year, and, and yeah. they've um, they've been very vocal and they're great on social media, and they they've they're, really they're elevated well, that program. Yeah, they're a well coached team. They do have talent. Mm-hmm. honestly and that gives them a shot it's funny because i think they're probably like man we have to play miller north as in our game and then miller north's like dang it like if we were the two seed in any other district we would have yep. like but they're like crap we have to play gretna and they had a recent big loss to gretna i think they lost 4-1 mm-hmm. pretty recently so um but yeah i like when you know if they like again this is all pending like injuries and like covid stuff but i mean if gretna doesn't run into any of those things i mean have fun trying yeah. to stop them i guess miller um, north will have a shot if they meet the final miller north will have a shot because they have some very special talents on that team the difference i think between the two teams is the depth and overall yeah. squad quality miller north has top end talent gretna just has talent all over the field i mean they just they don't have a weak spot well, and Miller North too is a different team than they were in the in from first half to second half because through the first half of the season they were missing Ocean. Uh, I'm I'm gonna say I apologize to her dad and her. I'm gonna say her name wrong. Ocean Scherzlein. Um, she Belgium, knows who she is. Yeah, she, they, know, we, they know who we're talking. About. Yeah, Belgium international. Um, you know, had to sit out because of a weird transfer hiccup. Um, but yeah, so she's back in the lineup. She's a Division One commit. So, um. They, they, they're a good team, so it'll be interesting. Um, but moving on to District 3, uh, we got Lincoln East. They're going to play the winners of Grand Island, Omaha North again. Um, Grand Island probably is going to win that game because Omaha North hasn't won a game all season. Um, then they're going to come up against Lincoln East, who has been, uh, when healthy, Lincoln East is a buzzsaw in their own rights. Um, but then once we get past that, none of these teams have played each other. Miller South hasn't played Elkhorn North. or El- Miller South hasn't played Elkhorn South. And Lincoln East hasn't played either of those two teams. So uh, what do you feel about the Millard South, Alcorn South matchup? So this is a really tough one. I, I, it's tough to figure out both of those teams with this. Uh, Millard South, you know, they, when, when they face um, equal or less talented teams, they played really, really well, and they've won those games. But both Elkhorn South and Millard North, they have not been able to get over that hump. They haven't been able to get, again, well, the signature victory that we all like to see. Um, I, I tend to lean Elkhorn South in this one just because of their overall reputation. Um, and I, I know their coaches and they're, they're a very well-coached team. But in that final, Lincoln East, if Haley Peterson is healthy, if she's back and ready to go, yeah. What do you do? I mean, she's, she, she's her and Sarah Weber one A one B for top yeah. talented oh, teams and in, in okay. class A girls that can take it over at any moment. Um, Lincoln East was without her for a while because it's a crazy season under crazy circumstances, and um, you know that kind of stuff happens during twenty twenty one. But um, if she's back, I, I expect Lincoln East to get back to their dominating ways. Yeah. And like their only loss was to Lincoln Southwest when they didn't have Haley. So she's incredible. Just like and they lost in a shootout. They, yeah. And yeah. you know, credit to Lincoln Southwest. Absolutely credit. You only, you can only play the team that gets put on the field um, opposite of you, but how big of a factor is Haley Peterson? And she's in that game. And how does that change things? I mean, yeah. 
Um, so she's back. So <laughs> good luck to everyone. Yep. So district four, first four team district, uh, probably the strongest Western Nebraska team in North Platte. Um, they probably have the most talented non-Metro player in the state. Um, and who I don't think she's decided where she's going to school yet. I, at least I haven't seen it on no. social media. Um, so North Platte owns big wins over North Star, who's across the bracket from them. North Star plays Pius. Um, and then they also own a big win over Fremont. So I expect them to repeat that um, again. And then um, Lincoln North Star and Pius play each other. Pius does own a win over North Star. Um, I don't know. I, I, I saw a little bit of North Platte on video, but I haven't seen these other three teams play. So I can't speak to them, but North Platte beat Scott, who, yeah, who that, like people are mad or, that Scott's playing in class B and Scott would probably be pretty good in class A, one of the best teams in class A. So North Platte beat them, which is a, that's a signature win for like, that's mm-hmm. a big time win. So I think yeah. that's a pretty good team. And, and we talked about earlier Lincoln East going to North Platte and then you got Omaha Scott. I I've played, I've traveled to North Platte and played. It is one. So there has to be some consideration to the actual travel to going out to North Platte and what that does. Yeah. But um, especially for the Omaha and Lincoln based teams that are normally accustomed to 20 minute drives, but we'll move past that. North Platte is a very, very talented team. You're talking about Gracie. Um, she Gracie, if, uh, if she was living and playing in Omaha or Lincoln, the state would absolutely know her name and she probably is already a division one commit. Um, it just well, so happens that she's out in the middle of Nebraska and it's hard to get out there. It's hard to go see her, but she is a dominant goal scorer and, and she's proven that time and time again. And you expect North Platte to probably um, come out of this as the, as the champion we had. And we I have an, and I do have a yeah. non, I do have a non North Platte source. So I do have a non North Platte source who has said that Gracie may be in the mix as a future Husker. So like that shows you, like, I mean, no, I don't know if that's true. If, she, if you're, I don't yeah, know if, that's if you're true. in the conversation, if, if your name is being, <laughs> if your name is being tied to that, I mean, that just shows you, especially a player from North Platte, do you know how hard that is? I mean, it, to um, be able to get that connection when you're outside the Metro or yep. outside Lincoln. It's, it's incredibly hard. It, yes. And, you know, we had North Platte ranked very, very highly at the beginning of the season. I believed in that program. Then they started 0-3. And it went, <laughs> yeah. um, okay, what did we miss? What is going on? And so we, we dropped them for a little bit and we, we were wondering, trying to figure out this team. Well, all they did is they went on a 12 to one run, including a win over Omaha Scut. And they kind of, so the resilience and um, the toughness of that team, I think um, that makes me feel even more confident in their chances to get to, to get to state. And then when, what they do at the state tournament. Yeah. And uh, it's, it, it'll be interesting. They'll be, they'll be an interesting, they're an interesting wrinkle in all of class a girls. Cause it's, which is interesting in its own right. So um now we're going on to district five which is highlighted by the number one seed papio south who early in the season before a really really unfortunate injury was looking like they could be one of the uh number one teams in the state um they've dropped off a little bit since then probably one probably because the talent is missing through that injury but also because like when any team suffers a major injury like that can be a big blow 
And Papio South had a kind of a tough run of games um, mm-hmm. after that injury. Um, so they have Omaha South. I, I don't think that will be a problem for them. Um, though South is South is probably close with some teams in, in some games, but I just when it comes to that, they don't get rolled. They don't get rolled over. No, Omaha South competitive. They, they, com- they compete. They compete, but they just mm-hmm. I just don't yep. think they're going to have enough to to trouble Papio South. Yep. Um, and then in the across across the bracket, we have Bellevue East versus Columbus. And like, I think that I do think Columbus is going to get past Bellevue East in that one. I think it's going to be close. It might even be like a shootout or an overtime situation. And then Columbus, that sets up Columbus, Columbus Papio South. And for me, Columbus just always seems to cause in recent years on the girls side, they've caused Metro teams, some problems in districts. Not necessarily in the regular season sometimes, but in districts, they mm-hmm. they they plan, they come to play, um, and it's tough. So Yeah, and we – I mean, we believe in Columbus. We have them in the top ten. We've had them in the top ten the last two, uh, two rankings we've put out. They're having an exceptional season. And uh, like you said, if you get to the district final and then, you know, the, the situation with uh, Papio South is – uh, it's a bit unfortunate. They were kind of having a dream season. They started out 8-0. They're rolling. They're beating big teams like Marion. They're beating Millard West. They're beating these really, really solid teams. And then you lose a player like Ali Napora to a knee injury. Or it wasn't a knee injury. Uh, arm. To arm, right? arm. Yep, yep. Arm. Yep. Arm injury. And, man, just to lose that level of talent. Um, when you take her away, her experience, her level of talent, it just takes a while to fill that void. And who knows if you ever do, but um, Tavio South might be in the same situation, maybe as in Millard West, when you take the poor out of the equation where they have a lot of really young freshman, sophomore talent that two years from now, um, this will be a top end team. They'll have more depth. They'll be experienced. They can, they can beat just about anyone in the state, but uh, you, the last run of games um, has been tough for him uh, with that injury. So Columbus at the number two seed is in a, I think a fairly favorable situation where we, we might see them advance out of this group. Yeah. And I, and I, I that's what obviously again, we, we say it once we say it a thousand times districts is exciting because of that. It gives these teams a chance to earn their spot away in the state. And then Columbus is also in the mix for the wild card too so if things shake out weirdly they differently they may not win districts but they may end up as the wild card depending on how things play out so next up district six another pretty tight district uh to be honest uh omaha Omaha marion takes on norfolk um i've seen marion play i haven't seen norfolk play i would say this isn't the marion teams similar this isn't the marion team of the past they're still very good um yeah and then on the other side, we have West side, Lincoln Southeast. I think Lincoln Southeast is pretty solid. They've given, they've given some of the good teams like a really hard run. They've beaten a couple, they've had a couple good wins West side. Um, they're, they've had a really hard schedule. Um, they probably, you know, it'll be, I think they'll, they'll have a tight matchup against Lincoln Southeast, but I just, they beat Marion once. Um, but I don't know if they're the same team that beat Marion, you know, three weeks ago that mm-hmm. it would be now. So, um, but Lincoln Southeast is gonna, I mean, if Lincoln Southeast wants to maintain 
in that conversation, they're going to have to beat Westside in the wild card conversation. And then who knows what happens when they come up against Marion. Yeah. And I, I, I agree with you on the Omaha Marion. They, they're a very, very good team, but they, they, they're not the dominant force that yeah. we're used to when, when we talk about a Marion. So that, I mean, that not, that leaves opportunity for things to happen here. Um, and then you get paired up with the number two seed Lincoln Southeast, who's been very good, very scrappy. They're a tough team. Um, they don't have any stars, right. That um, capture everyone's attention when they're on the field, but some teams just don't have that. And, and instead they do it as a group. And that, that seems to be Lincoln Southeast. So um, I expect those two to probably be in that district final. And from there, I don't know what will happen. Um, Marion's the one seed, but Lincoln Southeast, I, I, I think they could um, pull it off there. Yep. I agree. I agree. And then um, finally, last district before we talk wildcard, and then we'll, we'll, we'll sign off on the, on the class A is we have Carney as the one seed. They're seventh overall in the PowerPoints, and they're going to take on Bellevue West, who's the number four. Then across the bracket, we have Lincoln High, who's had a, who's had a, a reasonably good season. Um, considering some of the seasons Lincoln High has put, put forward in the past. So mm-hmm. they've had a decently good season. They're the number three seed. Uh, they do get, they do have the unfortunate of coming up against possibly one of the best number two seeds, if not the best number two seed, um, arguably closest, to, they're very close to being a one seed um, in Papio. Um, and I think Carney's good. I do think they're good. Um, but this could be one of those things where Carney wins there in state and then Papio is the runner up and they're in the wild card or vice versa. Um, because I mean, they're separated by 0.0286 power points. So, yeah. And like you said, we got to give credit to Lincoln high. Um, their history would not indicate, um, you know, a ton of success, but they, they've definitely taken a step forward as a program this year. Um, they, they'll, they'll put up a fight versus Papio. I, I do expect Papio to, um advance i've watched um the monarchs twice this year um two very different results um and feelings coming away from those games so i i'm eager to see what they would if they advance the championship what that turns out to be i i've watched um the monarchs take gretna to the very end and have to you know make gretna work for it and then i've also watched um the monarchs papio la vista look semi unorganized and they weren't able to build up much but those are individual days and individual games. Um, they do have talent. They, they have a couple girls going to Nebraska. Um, and I, I expect them to be able to handle Lincoln um, high uh, in, in that matchup. Carney, to me, they're a very, very strong squad. I mean, you, you look at their schedule and um, they've taken Lincoln Southwest. They lost by one goal there. Now they do have a blemish here, Lincoln East in, in recent weeks. They lost one to six versus Lincoln East. But I mean, one, two, so out of the last seven games, they've lost once. They they yeah. they figured it out, and the games haven't been that close. The ones that they've won, um, I I like Carney. I I think they're a, a well coached squad. Um, I whichever one loses in that final, uh, you you kind of covered it there. Could get a wild card spot, but um, in these kind of matchups, it always just seems like Carney tends to pull it out somehow, and uh, we'll see if that happens uh, this year. Yeah, and then so that's that's the seven districts. The wild card again goes to the highest seeded non-district champion. I think in the mix for your wild cards, 
that isn't a top seven team. So take all the number one seeds out. Let's just say it goes chalk and they all win. Um, Papio's in the conversation. Lincoln Southeast is in the conversation. Columbus is in the conversation. And then maybe even Pius. Maybe. I think that would be – that's probably a stretch. Like some crazy things would have to happen. But um, those are the teams that are in the mix for the wild card. So that was our Class A preview for the districts. Those start on Saturday, I believe. Um, and we will have a recap of those, but not quite a state preview. Um, once so next week that will go and tie into our, uh, class B stuff. So we'll have a com combination episode. Yep. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, make sure you share it with your friends, share it on social media, share it with your teammates, coaches, uh, families, and then make sure you tune in because part two coming up is going to be our coverage of class B sub districts. So thank you for listening. And that was the Class A District Preview for Boys and Girls Soccer. Again, remember to rate, review, subscribe, and share. And then tune in if you're a soccer fan. Even if you're a Class A soccer fan, tune in for next the next part uh, of our two-part uh preview we'll have the sub-district b preview coming up next and also while we were recording chase and i wanted to give a shout out to omaha men's soccer who won in uh dramatic fashion 3-2 over unc greensboro with uh podcast guest nil ayats getting the first goal so definitely check out nil on the podcast previously but if you want to stick with high school stuff keep on listening to the next part uh coming out soon Have a good weekend, everyone, and enjoy your soccer. Stay safe, and we wish all Class A, Class B, boys and girls, players, coaches, teams, and fans the best of luck on your road to Morrison.